A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. G'day guys, new thing I'm doing, what's doing in rugby league, just summing up some of the news that has occurred each day, if I've got time to get behind the mic I'll just go through a couple of short stories that have occurred. Uh, today we're talking about Trent Merrin, he's obviously just announced his retirement from our game, he's had a fantastic career and he's always been a brilliant character of our game as well, a guy I've got a lot of time for. Chad Townsend, he's moving to the North Queensland Cowboys, we've all heard the news today, uh, a massive signing for the Cowboys, a big loss to the Cronulla Sharks, I think he's a very undervalued footballer and a guy that will always hold a special place in Cronulla Sharks history, of course, a local junior and the first halfback to win a premiership for the Sharks, I have no doubt they'll win more in the future, but... You can only win the first one once, and he was the seven in that side as a local junior, so pretty special. And then I'm going to touch on all of the judiciary results from last night. I'm going to talk about Cameron Munster and how he came, went off the field and then came back on. And, of course, that comes from Craig, Craig Bellamy, the absolute master. Uh, I think the NRL should do something about this. That'll be the third subject you hear on this podcast. Enjoy, guys. The announcement of Trent Merrin retiring has just come in this afternoon. I must say I'm a little bit shocked by this one. Um, I heard I had a little whisper put to me about 10 days ago from a mate of his saying, I've got some news for you, and I, I guessed about 15 things, and not a single one of them was obviously uh, Trent Merrin retiring. The guy that was talking to me has some links to the Dragons, so I did guess Josh McGuire arriving there because it was the worst-kept secret in rugby league. Uh, the thing I didn't understand was that the reason they were chasing Josh McGuire is because they knew... Trent Merrin wanted to retire. So this was a number of weeks ago now. Um, so good on Trent Merrin for hanging around with the Dragons and filling a spot for them the last few weeks, especially last week. Uh, you had Blake Laurie that went down injured, so they needed someone to jump in there. And Trent Merrin, as much as he didn't want to be there, he didn't want to go through the grind, uh, played for the St. George of Dragons, a club that um, I don't think they treated him overly well when he left back in the day. Um, you got to remember this guy, and I think a lot of people forget this, age 21, premiership with them in 2010. He was on the bench in that 2010 side, coached by Wayne Bennett. Uh, he only made his debut the year before, played three games in 2009. They won all three of them. An unbelievable team in 09. Uh, didn't end the way they wanted to that season. And Trent Merrin, he, he was just a young guy in this squad. 2010 came around. He played 23 games. 
23 games in this team. And this was... This is a Wayne Bennett team that was absolutely star-studded. I mean, you have a look at that forward pack. you got Costigan, Wayman, Bo Scott, Ben Cray, Jeremy Smith. I mean, pretty handy side. Matt, Matty Pryor was on the bench with him as well. He was a young bloke at that stage. Uh, but yeah, Trent Merritt on the bench in that 2010 side has his premiership ring, which... You know, geez, I've seen some good players retire without one. So, fantastic to see Trent Merrin have one. Uh, he obviously left the Dragons 2015, went to the Panthers. A couple of good seasons there. Uh, left at the end of 2018. Sort of sort of didn't hit the heights that we saw him at the Dragons. I mean, I, mean, I remember 2011, 2012, 2013. He was, he was one of the premier forwards in our game. Yeah, he was unreal during that period. Uh, obviously played State of Origin, played 13-odd games there between 2011 and 2015. So to play 10 games of State of Origin, pretty impressive. Uh, premiership winner, represented his, his state. Uh, he's had a fantastic career, Trent Merrin. And I must say, you know, as good as it's been to see him come back to the Dragons, uh, he obviously went over and spent some time with Leeds over there. And, you know, you saw him at Penrith when he first arrived there and he was Mr. Animated um, in the, you know, all, all the footage you saw out of the change rooms was, was just hilarious. I He's one of the true characters of our game. He did the same thing in Origin Camp and whatnot. He did the same thing at the Dragons before he left. And then at the back end of his time at Penrith, he's one of those guys that I think he addresses when is the time to have a laugh, have a giggle and um, be the clown in the room sort of thing, which every footy teams don't ever undervalue how important locker room guys are in rugby league. They are so crucial to a team being successful because you are just under so much pressure 24-7. It is just ridiculous. And to have guys that can just relieve the pressure just with a comment, a stupid dance, dressing up like a dickhead, pulling their pants up too high, just doing something really simple. It can just make such a difference. And Trent Marin. Brilliant player off the field, but also what he brings off the field has just been unbelievable. I think it's sensational. You saw when he arrived at the Dragons the last two years, they obviously haven't been going too well. Um, I reckon he's won probably 40% of his games since returning. He only played 18 games or so. Uh, spent a bit of time on the sideline too, and you haven't really seen that camera hilarious Trent Merrin that we saw in the early parts of his careers because he understands that you know if he's carrying on, if he's on camera being silly and the team's not going well, that the media will come down on him. And hopefully we can see that change over the next few years. But, you know, I have no doubt that even during these tough times, you know, when he's not on camera, when he's in the change rooms with guys, he definitely would have put a smile on a lot of faces and made, you know, tough weeks of training a lot better. He's a guy that I've got so much respect for, Trent Merrin. Um, Premiership winner, 223 first-grade games across the Dragons and the Penrith Panthers. Uh, an incredible career. Congratulations, Mez. And, mate, I, I I just know how many people he's made happy in this game. I obviously have one of his good mates, Jake Marketo, on at the start of the year. And him talking about stories with Trent Merrin and the interactions he has with other blokes, uh, you can just tell he's the sort of guy you want to be around. And I don't think he's been treated overly fairly his entire career. So... Good to see him be able to go out on his own terms here. Um, you know, a lot of guys are forced to retire once they're in Reggie's or whatever, or they push on too long. And Trent Merrin's been able to say, hey, um, that's enough for me. I'm going to tap out here. I'm not sure what the full story is behind it, but they obviously had enough time to go and get Josh Maguire out of the North Queensland Cowboys, which is a fantastic replacement. Different sort of footballers, but two fantastic guys, two experienced guys as well, which is what really matters there. Trent Marin, a champion bloke, a sensational career. Congratulations on all you achieved, mate. Uh, hopefully one day we can grab you on the podcast. I'd love to hear your story. You've had vast array of experiences over a long time, and I know for a fact you'd have a lot of good stories to tell.
The domino effect of halfbacks, it has now officially kicked off. Jackson Hastings, he's coming back to the West Tigers. We spoke about that yesterday. Going to be very interesting to watch how that one plays out. Today, Chad Townsend signed with the North Queensland Cowboys. And for me, a pretty sad day. I mean... I was talking the other day about Adam Reynolds, how weird it's going to look seeing him outside of a Cronulla jersey. And look, I understand that Chad Townsend, he's previously played for the Warriors, but he's one of those guys that when I look at it, I just think the Cronulla Sharks, yeah. Uh, It's not many guys that are local juniors of their club that go on to win the very first premiership for their club. I mean, that's almost unheard of. And I'm just racking off the top of my head that that 2016 Cronulla Sharks side that won their first premiership in 50-odd years, I do believe that Chad Townsend was the only local junior. And, yes, he had gone and played for the Warriors and come back before that. Um, But for him to win that premiership, I just thought that was sensational. I think it sums up who Chad Townsend is the few weeks leading up to it. Um, And and people forget this with that premiership, that two weeks earlier, though, I believe it was the Canberra Raiders they were playing, and Shane Flanagan, he hooked. There's not many tides that have their halfback, their main man hooked from the field two weeks before the grand final and then go on to win it. And look, it was one of those moments. And I spoke to Chad about it on our podcast when he came on about how um, he spoke to his manager after the game. And his manager essentially said, look, mate, it is what it is. You need to go in and say to Flano tomorrow morning, it's not going to happen again. I won't let you down. So there was no, there was no kicking cans around, getting upset, tripping over his bottom lip. He just went, you know what? It was the best thing for the team. I wasn't playing well. Cop it on the chin. I've got to be better. And I love that from Chad Townsend. He's a guy that, is he ever going to be a top five halfback in the NRL? Probably not. I highly doubt it. Is he? Would he have ever been a top five halfback in any era ever? Probably not. But that doesn't mean he's not a brilliant footballer. That doesn't mean he's not a great halfback. He's never going to have the big highlights. He's never probably going to play rep footy. I mean, I've said a few times, I think the Blues could have done worse and to have him there. I think he would have done a job for them over the years. Would he have been the best option? No way. But he's a premiership winning seven. He is able to overcome obstacles. And that's the biggest challenges for halfbacks in rugby league. And I think it's something that we... We undervalue in footy. And you have a look at the Cronulla Sharks the last few years, all the dysfunction, all the injuries, everything going on. And Chad Townsend, he's had a couple of injuries, had a couple of suspensions. We'll never forget the brain explosion last year with a tackle on Caleb Pongariamas um, decapitated him. But he sort of has always been the centerpiece of this side. And, you know, there are better players around. Normally there's a better player than him standing at 5'8". Normally there's a better footballer than him standing at 5'8". But Chad Townsend, he's a controlling seven. He just works the team around. He gets them into the areas they need to be. And I, I genuinely do think the Sharks are going to really miss him. Now, there is, of course, the possibility that an Adam Reynolds could land there. I don't see Adam Reynolds leaving Sydney. I'm pretty sure he's indicated that to the people around him anyway. But you know, it looks unlikely he'll stay at South Sydney. I'm hearing a few whispers that this is just a big Wayne Bennett blow-up, which wouldn't shock me in the slightest. But I do think he will leave South Sydney now. I, I, I thought there was no hope in hell of it five weeks ago, but... I mean, I think the writing's starting to be on the wall now. So I think the Cronulla Sharks would be a perfect landing spot um, for Adam Reynolds, and I think that would be a huge win for the Sharks. Obviously disappointing to see Chad Townsend go, and the thing I always say about halfbacks is that if you're going to let one of them go, because there aren't many good ones in rugby league. There are, sorry, there are good halfbacks in rugby league, but there's only a couple of guys you actually want wearing the seven in your team, and... You know, if you're trying to win a premiership, Chad Townsend, he's probably at the bottom end of that group. But that group, it's only six or seven deep. There's there's bloody 16 teams in this competition. Yeah, so it is. There is not... There's a finite amount of these guys getting around. Chad Townsend, yes, he's on the lower tier of those guys. But he's up there. 
he's right up there. On his day, he can overcome any other halfback in this competition. Will he overcome them, you know, 99 times out of 100? Nah, probably not. He's going to need the team around him to, to do well. But if the rest of the team does their job, Chad Townsend is a guy that can work you to the right areas of the field. He can overcome obstacles. He's got a good kicking game. He can lay a good foundation to give his 5'8", and his fullback clean ball out the back. And you've seen this year, like Matty Moylan, he's been in a very distributor sort of phase. He hasn't really done a heap. He has just gone off the back of what Chad Townsend's done. And what it's done, the work that Chad does and where he gets them on the field, it creates opportunities for their fullback, Will Kennedy, and he's been the star so far. You'll see over the next few weeks, same as you did last year, Sean Johnson will return and everyone will talk about Sean. He'll have try assists, he'll have this, he'll have that. They'll get to that left upright. They'll sweep down the right-hand side and Sean Johnson will lay on tries here and there. But watch the man that touches the ball four or five times during that set to get him to that position. It'll be Chad Townsend. He's the main voice out there for the Cronulla Sharks and he has been for a long time. And as I said, I know he's been to the Warriors previously, but he's a guy that I will always look at as being a Cronulla Shark. So it's going to be weird to see him in a different jersey. I find it a little bit disrespectful the way I hear a lot of Sharks fans talking about him. I mean... He still played a, a critical role in your premiership. I have no doubt about that. Was he in your top five best players in that team? Probably not. But he was your halfback, yeah? He was your seven. He, he was your man in the number seven. It means that he was critical to that side, yeah? Average players, they don't win premierships as a halfback. It just doesn't happen, yeah? Chad Townsend, he has been a good player for a very long time. He's never going to be that top, top tier. But that top, top tier is very exclusive. And I don't think it's an insult saying that a guy isn't a top tier seven. He is a fantastic seven. And he is part of a very limited club. And that is premiership winning halfbacks. There really are not many of them. You consider how long the game's been around. How many guys have won more than one premiership as a halfback? I mean, Joey's got two. Sterling's got four. There's a heap of halfbacks there that have won more than one premiership. So there are really... There's a limited number of these guys. And Chad Townsend, he will forever be one of those guys. And he will forever be the local junior that came through the system and won their first ever premiership at the Cronulla Sharks. So I think Sharky's fans, you need to hold this guy in very high regard. He's done a lot for your club. He won't be there next year. He won't be there for the next few years. But he is a guy... Remember, was shown the door by the Sharks. The Sharks didn't want him originally. He then came back and won the premiership for them. It wasn't easy. It was rocky. I understand that. That's who Chad is, though, yeah. He delivered for you on the big stage. You won your premiership. An unbelievable moment. Fantastic to see, and I'm sure it's something that Chad will hold very closely to him for the rest of his life. And we just spoke about Trent Merrin, of course. He's the last Dragon still in that Dragon side from when they won the comp in 2010, 11 years ago now. You look at the Cronulla Sharks now. Wade Graham and Andrew Fafita, they're going to be the only two left in that team heading into next season. And that's if Andrew Fafita stays. There's a lot of whispers around that he could be moving on as well. So very interesting. It's only been, what, five years? It's only five years ago they won that premiership. And potentially if Andrew Fafita goes, which we're hearing whispers that he will, it's only going to be Wade Graham left. So pretty crazy, but that's the price you pay for success. I wish Chad Townsend all the very best going to North Queensland. I think it's a really good signing for them. Um, people will say, oh, they could have got someone better, potentially. But I'm telling you, this guy, he is not a bad signing. The Cowboys, they've got the pieces up there to put together a decent team. They just have to sort themselves out. And this guy, he will definitely help with the situation. Without Michael Morgan, there is no doubt they are lacking a really well-structured and a guy that can lead direction in this side. And I think Chad Townsend would be perfect. And he could be the key that unlocks, you know, a um, 
Scotty Drinkwater or Val Holmes. I'm not sure how they're going to line up. We hear rumours that Tommy Dearden's going to be going up there as well. So if it does end up being Dearden and Chad, I really like that lineup, to be honest with you. And if it ends up being Chad and Scott Drinkwater, really like that as well too. So they've got a couple of options up there. But I have no doubt this guy will be a good signing. Will he be a great signing? Will he be by the year? Will he be this and that? No, you know he won't. You know he won't be. But he will be solid and he will not let you down. And being reliable like that in rugby league as a halfback... It's pretty damn important and we overlook it too much because we're expecting highlights and stats and all this stuff. Chad Townsend, a brilliant little halfback. I'm a huge fan of him. All the best, mate. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Obviously, some judiciary rulings that came out last night. Uh, Big Tino, uh, he's obviously pleaded guilty, uh, took the early guilty plea for his shoulder charge. He's going to miss two weeks there. So for Supercoach owners, that one definitely hurts there. Um, I thought that Latrell Mitchell, I mean, I know they're challenging it, but I didn't think it looked overly great, to be honest with you. I think he's been given three weeks, could potentially go up to four weeks here on the challenge that they've put forward. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. Uh, the other one was Paul Momorowski. He's got a couple of weeks. I thought that was fair, to be honest with you. I think he actually got away with it on the night, uh, but I think that was a fair suspension. The one I want to talk about, though, is Victor Radley. And um, when I watched it live, I thought, oh, it's not great. Um, you then saw... Obviously, Cameron Munster went off, came back on, and um, look, I'll talk about Munster in a minute. Uh, what I'll say about Victor Radley, though, I, um, I obviously saw they were challenging it, and it was going to be a three-week suspension, and I thought, oh, geez, that's a, to, to go from three weeks to none, that's going to be a good effort. But I'll tell you what, if it was any other club, I, I probably would have been more worried, but I sort of thought, oh, you know what, the Roosters... They always know what they're doing. They know the direction they're heading. Where you, whether you love them, you hate them, whatever it might be, call, call them cheats, tell me that they handed a brown paper bag over to the judiciary. Whatever the hell you want to say, that's fine. They tend to have a lot of the smartest guys in the room. And uh, when they did challenges, I sort of thought, wow, if they're going to challenge this three weeks, I reckon there's a good chance they, 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 they get him away off this. And uh, I obviously have Victor Radley in my draft team, so I'm a huge fan of him. You guys all know how much I love him anyway. So uh, when they did go in, they were in there for a long time, obviously. Uh, poor old Latrell Mitchell had to wait until, I think it was about 10 o'clock until Victor Radley finally got announced that he was cleared. Then uh, late night for Latrell. Didn't go well for him, as we said, but Victor Radley has got off, so he's free to play this week. And super coach wise uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes because, of course, you've got Takiyaho. He's had a rib injury uh, coming off last week, and I reckon if... Radley was out. I think it would have pushed more minutes for Takiyaho. I wouldn't be surprised with Radley now back. You see Takiyaho play a few less minutes. So something to just keep an eye on for Supercoach. Classic players, especially. I've obviously got, got, got him in draft. So it's a bit of a win-win, lose-lose, however you want to look at it for me. But just something to keep in mind with Takiyaho. Uh, obviously, the incident with Cameron Munster. Uh, you, you saw Radley come, come rushing out. He got... 
you know, ju- just got his ankles broken essentially by Cam Munster, was off balance, hung the hand out. You know, if you slow it down in slow motion, you pause it at the exact moment. He's got a closed fist. Some people were saying punch, absolute dribble. Um, just got beat. I think it was just a, a bit of a careless play. And, I, you know, I, I didn't sit in, in in the judiciary. I had to look through the script. And, then, you know, the Roosters have obviously done their homework. They came with a heap of previous um, suspensions that we've seen so far this year. And I thought they put up a pretty fair argument, to be honest with you, without going back and looking at each of those cases they brought up. There was one with Jordan Rapana. I wasn't exactly sure which one it was, but I thought they put up a really good argument. And I think it's about knowing how to argue in the judiciary. And no doubt the Roosters, it's not their first rodeo. And I think when they... When they know they've got an argument, they will go in there and they will fight it. If they know they don't have a good argument, they they won't bother. So always a good sign with the Roosters if you see them going in there to fight it. I reckon there's really good odds that they are able to get off it. Uh, Call them cheats, call them whatever you want. I think it's just something to note for the future. Um, But yeah, the Cam Munster thing, he obviously came off the field, he came back on. And uh, this is something that it was a matter of time until this is going to happen. You know, he said this the other day, you know, no matter what you do, Unfortunately for the NRL, the smartest guys in the room, they're the coaches. They're Craig Bellamy. They're Trent Robinson. They're these sort of guys, yeah, and they're going to find a way to take advantage of whatever the hell you put in the game for safety. And you saw an example of it here. Cam Cam Munster dead to the world. Victor Adley off the field for 10 minutes. Munster back on and completely fine. And, you know, there's always going to be loopholes and... I was talking to uh, to the Whisperer about this the other day, and it's sort of the way that I would be handling this if I was the NRL. Obviously, you've got Craig Bellamy, and he's not going to coach forever. There's the potential of him to stop coaching soon. Um, if I was the NRL, surely you've got to throw a heap of money at the smartest guy in the room, Craig Bellamy, and get him on your side of the fence to help you with these rules where you say, hey, this is what we're thinking of putting in. How would you take advantage of it? Let Craig go and sit in a room for 15 minutes and he'll tell you what's wrong with it and what he would do to take advantage of it. It's like these guys you hear about that they hack these giant websites, they take all their money, they take all their stock, blah, blah, blah. And then the the company says, oh, why don't you come and be our head of internet security or whatever and they manage to get a job through doing it when they hack something they do the wrong thing it's exactly what Craig Bellamy's done he's been hacking this system for years taking advantage of each and every safety rule they put in there I reckon they should employ this guy give him a job give him a blank check and say hey you're going to stop us from looking like idiots for a little bit these are the stuff we're going to put in how would you take advantage of it he'll say hey if you did this I would do this I go okay Go back to the drawing board. Hey, Craig, we've changed it to this. This is what we do. What would you do with your players take advantage of it? You go back and forth. You probably have to go go back and forth three or four times because Craig Bellamy's smarter than the people writing the rules. Or you just Craig, get Craig Bellamy to help you write it himself. I think it would be a really good approach for the NRL to bring this guy within their walls. I think it would really help a lot of things and it would save a lot of embarrassment because, good God, it, it just... And I don't know, maybe I'm overreacting here, but I feel like every time we bring in a new safety rule, some new rule, within three or four weeks, all of a sudden the good coaches, which funnily enough, it tends to be Melbourne, it tends to be the Roosters, they find a way to get around these rules. They find a way to show once again, hey, we're smarter than the system. Yeah, the system's good, but we are the system and we're smarter than it and we can make it work in our way. I just think it'd be a good change to see in the NRL. I think it'd be really interesting as well. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.